I was banned from cooking in the office kitchen today. Riley, you deserved it. Do you want to start a podcast? <laughs> I do. <laughs> what would it be about? It would be about exactly that. Please expand on that. <laughs> Band is a strong word. I don't think that's the actual terminology that I would use. But however, for the sake of the podcast, we will say band. Are you allowed to cook in the office kitchen any longer? I think what the correct thing is, is whoever's. Yes or no. Yes or no question. Yes or no question. Am I allowed to? Yes. Can I? No. (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead and talk. The George Foreman has been (laughs) has been removed from the premises. Ah, vindication, vindication. I, I, listen, I, th- I, was I right just there. think somebody took it home. I, I don't <clears> think <throat> it's vindication. I think somebody maybe wanted to make a panini. You know what happened? How long have you been working this job? This one, this one, this one here. I've been in this building. I've been working in this building since January, but I've been working this job for two years. Okay. So January, I'm going to say. Yeah. <clears throat> what happened is your office held a, a, a Christmas party. And someone brought it in and said, you know what, here, I'll have this set up so we can use it for a thing. And then they set it in the corner. And then they forgot to bring it home. And then every day for the past two months, they've come in and been like, why the, who, someone used my grill again. Well, I don't want to clean took, this up. It's 5 p.m. I They don't have to clean it up. I'll deal they with this tomorrow. somebody used my grill again. And then they said, I know this because the two metal plates have been taken off and are sitting next to the sink perfectly clean on a drying rag. They're just like, man, someone, my my stuff, someone's using my stuff. I'm not going to fix the problem, but I'm going to stew on it. And then they eventually got to the point where they said, you know what? Fuck Riley in particular. I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. That's fine. I'm I, sick I of understand. this place like onions. I understand wanting to do that. However, I have a contingency, Andrew. Oh, goody. There's a second George Foreman grill that I have not used because I thought it looked worse. World Trade second played. What more do I have to say, Andrew? I'm so excited for you just to pl- plug this one in and then just read a headline that's like, Chicago Bank blows up. <laughs> Did Somebody's the libs been waiting do it, to question do. mark? What was... <laughs> Listen, next time I'm going to make a bunch of pulled pork this weekend and I'm going to take that in so I can make Cubanos next week. Pickles, onions... Whole pork, ham, mustard. It's going to be beautiful. You're not going to read it this way because you have a style of selective reading that is awe-inspiring to me. Um, but the Discord <laughs> chat since that last episode came out has been has really been mainly anti-Riley. <laughs> has been good. I'm glad you. Re- I'm glad you acknowledge that. Um, it's been very vindicating because there've been one or two people that are like, you know what? I think it could be okay. Admittedly, but those are also people who work from on. home. Yes, admittedly, <laughs> yeah. I work from home, and I've never worked in an office before, but I think it could be <laughs> all right. And it's everybody like, else, it, without fail, has said, absolutely not. And listen, it's hard. When you're trendy, sometimes you hit and sometimes you don't. People agree with the YouTube subscriptions. Got it. People agree with the $9 Target margaritas. Got it. They don't agree with cooking at home. But you know what? You might not be ready for that one, but your kids are going to love it. I will say Sam Sam came up to me today and she was like, you know, you're so mean to Riley on the podcast. (laughs) And I had to tell her, no, Riley is a sociopath. Somebody has to put them in their place. (laughs) No one else is willing to do the job. Somebody has to. 
I've signed up for that role. Yeah, my name but, is Riley Hopkins. I have I have willingly shown up for the podcast minds yet again. I am here of my own accord, and I am not here against my will. <laughs> Thank you. I'll put the gun down. Uh, but Sam did turn to me, and she said, I think Riley's right. And I said, no, you don't get to have an opinion about that. You're a therapist. You work from home. No, Well, besides that, Sam's a therapist. Her experience uh-huh. at work is that she gets a nice office that she controls, that she gets to close the door on. You don't have to, there's no such thing as an open office therapist. That's true. That's true. It's, it's interesting that we're like, we're hitting the level of like our, like of being like in our thirties where like our friends are like, they have a office. You know what I mean? Like people it's, we know, like we could know somebody who has an office with a door, Andrew. We're we're officially hitting. Uh, I, I think I'm willing to say it. Uh, we're officially hitting class warfare on the pod. Um, these are the dividing lines. I think that we found it. You are on the side of the bourgeois, and I'm on the side of the proletariat. Are you telling me the bourgeois? The bourgeois is to cook. A, we can't redo the whole end of last episode. I, I we don't have to. I've, I've already listener. There. If it's 2025 and you're binging the podcast, minds first off, thank you. Second, the experience of rolling from one episode seamlessly into the next where we're talking about the same fucking thing is hilarious. The real the real problem is that I um I I I recorded last week's episode and then I went into a coma. Yeah, you blacked out. You you like you you went on a hangover style adventure and I was like I I it was Friday and I was like there's no comments in the podcast minds. That's kind of bullshit. I, that was a good episode we did. <laughs> and then it comes around to what? Fucking Tuesday. <laughs> and you're like, sorry, y'all. <laughs> here's, here's, here's what happened. Frankly, here's what happened. Uh, we recorded on, on Thursday and I said, okay, I'm going to go sit down for a minute after we've, we've done this. I'm going to go sit down uh-huh. and then I will edit the podcast. And then I woke up the next day and I said, I think I need to go to the doctor again. Um, <laughs> And I, I went, well, no, Friday I was just like, I'm going to be okay. And I like took medicine and all. And then Saturday I was like, I got to go to urgent care. So I did and I got a, uh, I got a steroid for my lungs and I'm like, now, now I'm like back again. But basically I got a second cold, a uh, second cold hit the Andrew um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was already like still and still never quite recovered from the first one. So, mm-hmm. but I got like a steroid, I got like the good stuff. And then since then I've been like up and then like Tuesday I was like, damn, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. It is a shame that no one has commented on that episode of the podcast minds that I definitely edited and released. <laughs> Because usually you're really good at going like, I don't fucking got it tonight. Can you edit this one? And I will. Like we, mm-hmm. you're you're very good at doing that. And so like it genuinely, I was like, no, it is the people who are wrong. It never yeah. crossed my mind to check my podcast feed. Or <laughs> I was just like, these people are fools. We spat out gold. We left it all on the mat for these people. Yeah, I've never, I've never. I've never done that before where I just didn't do the podcast. That was weird. So apologies to the audience. I like to say it won't happen again because I don't want to be this sick again. <laughs> I just don't have it in me. I'm not strong enough. I'm not fucking strong enough. Ain't got the juice. All right. Well, now that we've relitigated last week, uh, do you have any podcast suggestions for me? 
my second idea for opening this podcast was just to open up with not do you want to make a podcast, just do you have an idea for a podcast to try to get the the pressure off me, try to get the direction off me, Andrew. Because again, I've had a day. <laughs> You it's, you saw me post about this, and I'm realizing now. So <laughs> I'm realizing now in my life, I, I have a one headphone in at work. And this is like the new thing that everyone does, right? I think this is true in an office, is that people will have one headphone in. It's also true in like Target. You'll see people with their fucking head, one headphone in, one headphone clear. And I think that's good. It's good to want to like listen to your own shit and do your own shit. However, today, the thing I decided to do is watch Remap play Helldivers. So my right ear was just a constant deluge of gunfire and explosions. And I'm like, why am I in a bad mood right now? (laughs) I might be a little overwhelmed from nine hours of gunfire. (laughs) I want to challenge you on that because that's what I do on this podcast. Um See, I feel like in in recent years, I've been a very much a put my headphones in while I'm at the grocery store, go do my own thing. But in recent years, I have been like, I feel like I should be more present in a moment, even if that moment is just at Target. And so I will leave my headphones in the car while I'm like wandering. If I'm doing like a long grocery run, I will probably bring something to listen to a podcast. But like, if I'm just running into a store... I I leave my stuff, I leave my headphones in my coat pocket. Well, A, I meant employees, right? Like, like I was talking about people who work there will have their own shit in oh. one year, one year free. I haven't really so noticed that, way, that. I think the ones around here, t- t- they all have like uh, uh, walkie-talkie style headphones in. Legitimately, keep an eye out because they're like, it is like, they'll see the walkie-talkie or like the, 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 communi- the communique, but like, a lot of people just have an AirPod in so they can listen to their own shit because they can do their own shit while they work. And like, that's how the office is now, too. I see everybody walk by and like I have a headset on my left ear for phone and then I have my headphone in on my right ear for my own shit. And like, that's I think that is good. That's how my offices have been, where everyone has their own like noise canceling headphones, mm-hmm. which, is, which is great. I'm just like, also, I'm like, I. I was. A call. I, might, I am still, as far as I know, a call center. And so, do you, like, you want to talk about it? I guess so, right? So, like, said, we have a, uh, those of you that don't know, I work at a financial institution. Understand that as a bank or a credit union. I work in the cards department. So, if you have fraud on your card, you call me. If you have want to know what your limit is, your interest rate is, if you're balance transfer, shit like that, you call me. I got this job because I didn't know anything about credit cards and I wanted to learn. So, when I want to learn something, I get a job that is relevant to it and then I absorb that information. <laughs> I have that information. Genuinely, this is what I did for pets. This is what I did for like needing to feed ourselves, like grocery store shit. This is what I did for finances. It's like, I will learn by working there um but like i was a call center right and today they they outsourced some of our calls to our card processor because for a lot of smaller financial institutions they don't have their own in-house credit cards they'll sell you a credit card they'll be like here is our visa here here, here is here's our visa platinum and they'll hand it sure and it has their name on it yeah but they don't process it yeah, it goes through Chase, it goes through an independent uh, processor, which is what ours does, or something of that sort. And so they recently offloaded one of our phone queues, so the credit miscellaneous. When you call in and you just say, press 4 for any other credit card problem, those are now all forwarded to 
our our uh, our processor. And okay. that means that today I spent five and a half hours not on the phone when usually I get a phone call every 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, so what I do you like? Yeah, what, what do, do I do? Now? Great fucking question. I listen to remap play Helldivers all fucking day. I like talking on the phone to people. That's like the sick thing about me is like this is kind of, that was kind of like the best case job for me. Is like I like sitting on the phone. And I like chatting with people. I am like I like going. Hey, don't worry. I'm not going to transfer you again. We're going to get you a solution on this phone call, and you're not going to hang up till we've got this fixed. And like that people eat that shit up. I love being a good call center like person because it literally makes a physical impact in other people's day and it solves a problem for them that includes something that they're stressed out about. Like genuinely, I like doing it and it's been taken from me to give in to a processor that I know is going to do it badly because right. I get the phone call transfers from when they're like, yeah, can you just put me in with a fucking like the, the financial institution, please. And they get to me and they're mad. And I have to be like, I'm so sorry. Here's how you get to us directly in the future. And now that's me- a lie. Your, your customer is going to call in and be like, hello, welcome. To no, I give them my, Choss I give them my financial credit. No, like no, no shit. I give them my direct extension so they can Hell get yeah. to me. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't want you to have to deal with some motherfucker who's bad at their job and doesn't care. You, you're here because you want a direct connection. Yeah. And so today was. <sighs> Go ahead. Yeah. Today was the first day, and there's a coworker I have that I don't really get along with, and we made eye contact multiple times today, and like they shook their head like, this shit fucking sucks. This is not right. This is bad. And when we agree, you know it's bad. <laughs> you, you know it's bad when like the two people who disagree the most on how a job should be done look at each other and go like, this ain't it. This ain't it. They're, the the person who's George Foreman girl you've been stealing for the past two weeks is just like, no, this is my teammate now. <laughs> <laughs> I never fight side by side with somebody who cooks at work. There's a a real like <laughs> there's a romanticization of like the do nothing job as like, mm-hmm. oh, my job is great. I get to go in and twiddle my thumbs for eight hours and then I go home. Um but like you and I are a very specific kind of person that just like mm-hmm. can't do that. My mm-hmm. my last job was very like Basically, I got to a point in quality assurance where my job was like, um, I did, I, I was the the QA person for a company, right? And then mm-hmm. that company got bought. And so instead of being a company, we were a product owned by another company, yeah. right? Yeah. And so my job was to do QA on any product improvements to that product, that were frankly all being done by the team that like made it and had worked on it. And like everyone that came over from my company when we got acquired worked on that. Um, But then like a month and a half after I started working there, they said, okay, well, first they were just like, we're not really going to prioritize any work here. So uh, I guess Andrew can work on like automating test case situations. (laughs) So I became an engineer writing automated test code. Um, not something that you know how to you knew how to do, right? Not something that I knew how to do, wanted to do, or uh, enjoyed. Um, and then, uh, but I, but I, but frankly, there weren't a lot of test cases that I, I talked with, like the manager behind it and all. And I was like, great, here's what working with. Like, here are all of my, um, we call it regression, which is just like testing everything to make sure it still works right. Mm-hmm. Um, even though we, you know, we made a change to to product B. 
let's make sure that A, C, and D haven't weirdly been affected, right? So just like yeah, do a yeah. quick little check. So I sort of wrote up like three quarter tests for each of those, but all of them were just like, great. And then we get a file and I take that file and import it to a thing. And then I have to update that file to do this and then re-upload it to do that. Like convoluted stuff like that. Then my boss was just like, oh, well, our test case software can't do that. And I was like, great. So I'll run the automated test code to do the thing that takes two minutes. So now it only takes two seconds. And then the long process I still have to do by hand. Yeah, so we've solved nothing. <laughs> right. Um, so I like did that while we were figuring out what we wanted to do with our product. And then the uh, the company was like, so here's what we're going to do. We're, we, we are going to have half of the company work on like building out a platform where our product can land inside of the company's <laughs> product. Right. Uh-huh. Instead of instead of being two separate websites, now they get to be one website. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the other half of my company was was and I say halves of companies. We were a startup. So two people went to do that. One person <laughs> went to do this. Um, but the other person went to do like we're going to pivot the model that it's working on to work through like a different process of routing the same information is kind of the long and short of it. Mm-hmm. And what that became was this person is going to be working on that for the next six to nine months, converting the model into that. This is all going to be one big product that will get handed to you at the end of that nine months. So nothing will be changed in the immediate day-to-day of this program for the next nine months unless our customers call in and ask us to do something custom for them, which we won't do because our parent company doesn't want to do custom work to service this one product that is going to change in nine months. Man, <laughs> man, I, it's, I guess it's the shitification it, of jobs. <laughs> it's, and it's, it was on, on paper. It was like, cool. Andrew just gets paid to like do almost nothing. Um, cause I'm just like, yeah, I'm working on this product. There's no tasks for it. There's nothing that comes in, but like, <clears throat> we are good to go everywhere else. And I'm not going to jeopardize my position and say, I don't have anything to work on because no one else is struggling. You know, if, if everyone else's mm-hmm. stuff was on fire, I'd be like, yeah, throw me in there. Let me help out. Cause no, they, the other thing was that my manager didn't want to like bring me onto the other side of the team and teach me all that because he was like, well, you've got all the product knowledge here. But what it became yeah. was just like me slowly eating my own brain as I sat there doing nothing. Ah! I, I, it's it's miserable. Like the only thing worse than having a job is not having a job, you know? Yeah. And like, I guess that's it, right? It's like, I don't know. I'm <laughs> I'm going to talk about it at the meeting tomorrow because A, I know that I'll have my anti-homie at my back. <laughs> but like, it's just genuinely just like, what what is your vision for our future here? Like, right. What, and like, cause like what, like if I'm not taking phone calls, what do you want me to do? There's so far their excuses like, well, you have more time to talk to the people that you're on the phone with. I'm like I already took that time. I already had that time. I was now I pressed, have time yeah. where I'm doing nothing. Like I am sitting there like, well, you can make cold calls. I'm like, so I can go from being a helpful part of somebody's day to being the, to worst, the worst part of somebody's experience day. They have. Yeah. Yeah. They like, want to pivot you even, into credit card sales. Even which is fucked because they said they said like at the top of this year, they're like, you are all more of a servicing department and we're going to start focusing on that because we are. I help you with the service that we provide. 
I do not sell you more shit because you have a credit card and I want to make sure that you are getting the most out of it and not getting fucked in any way. Like it drives me up a wall. It drives me up a wall. And like, like the only other position open in this financial institution is in collections. And I don't have the heart for collections. I genuinely don't like, that's just not the person I am. No, there there's like, there are a couple jobs that are just like doing collections or like repo or something like that, where it's like, Mm -hmm. there's good money in this. And it's like, yeah, I don't have, I don't have I don't the, the heart to be like, sorry, bud, you missed a payment. I'm going to pull up with a with a tow truck. I just don't have that in me. Because legit, like, I don't know, the place I work is kind in a way that, like, they don't limit the amount of late fees that I can reverse. So anytime I see a fucking late fee, I reverse it and give somebody $25 back. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's I have a, a way that I can actually help people at a very small scale but consistently throughout the day it's been fucking robbed of me and i'm like genuinely really heated about it which like it's it's like there's like the vision of this that's like it's stupid to be this heated about like your job just became technically easier and it's like yeah but i can't Mm -hmm. help people as directly and i was helping people and like that's i don't know i I talked to a lot of yeah you go ahead go ahead go ahead I talk to a lot of older people, right? And like, yeah, they want to chat on the phone for longer because like, like, because their fucking kids don't call enough. And like, it's nice to talk, to shoot the shit with somebody who used to be a teacher or something like, and be like, they're like, can I keep you on the phone for a little bit? I'm like, yeah, dude, go ahead. They pay me by the hour. Hit me. (laughs) Like, (laughs) and I say that and they always laugh at that fucking joke. That's a canned joke and they love it. (laughs) And like, I I don't get that shit anymore. It's part of the thing that, like, I know that it is very. E- I, I, I will say I should come off the top. I'm paid very well for what I do, mm-hmm. um, so like, I, I know that there is a level of like, um, there, there's a level of like privilege in being able to look down and be like, boy, I sure miss retail, because um, because I'm not living on my old retail wages anymore. I'm mm-hmm. living on financial tech QA wages, right? Yeah. Like, but there is something about looking at like looking at my job and saying like, I don't help anyone throughout the day. Like I, I I do, but in QA I'm helping one developer at a time who's written some code and I tell them that the code is bad. And so they don't like it when I help them. Um, even though they would like (laughs) it less if the code got out and was bad and then they got blamed for that later. Um, Mm -hmm. but they don't like to think of that in the moment. Um, so, uh, I, I'm always like QA is a collaborative process and developers don't agree with me. Um, but <laughs> there's a, at the end of the day, it's like, I don't really, I feel like my job doesn't help anyone. And retail is kind of like, well, I'm not like helping, helping someone, but like, but you are providing if, somebody an assistance that they would not have. Like, yeah, I used to work at a used game store. And so it was like, yeah, when someone came in, bought a, U, like bought a, a, a an HDMI cable and then went home like yeah their day just got better because mm-hmm. now they can hook up whatever mm-hmm. to their TV or they you know like yeah and that's kind of where I'm fucked right now because I'm like this is the job where I've had the most direct impact on people as like a part of their day for just like a it is nice when you call a, a contact center or like somebody on the phone for help and they a help you B are nice about it and C send you on your way. Like that is like, like that is something a manager will never understand is how nice it is to call somewhere, be treated like a human and then be like, all right, buddy, that's all I got for you. You go get them. Like that's, that's fucking great. And like on top of that, like this is also the job that I've like, 
I don't know. I have my fucking pronouns in my bio, like in my signature that I send out. You know what I mean? Like in the uh-huh. emails I have with members and nobody has been mean to me about that. And other people at the credit union have started putting in their pronouns in their signature, even cis people. You know what I mean? And it's like yeah. this kind of a, a welcoming environment, actually. And like I'm shooting the shit with people about one piece all day. And like when they needed to cut costs, they cut like managers and senior leadership salaries before ever even thinking about coming to ours but i'm just like damn Uh, dude i'm mad about like i i what was i what when i think about this like legitimately what was i gonna say about this tomorrow in the meeting is like you kind of took the best part of my day out of my day uh uh-huh and like breaks my fucking heart it's such a it's such a thing because like you told you you told me that and i was just like that's Riley's job, though. Like, that's what else does Riley do? And I guess you have to do uh-huh. cold calls and like sales pitches, and that just cold sounds calls. miserable. There's some back office shit that, like, right now, two people do most of the back office stuff. And that's because they've been here for 20 years and they have it all internalized. And if right. they had to take a moment to pause from that to teach it to one of us, then a mountain would pile up. You know what I right. mean? Right. Absolutely. Uh huh. And so, like, I now do ATM adjustments because we are able to find time for that. But that's not a whole day. I get one or two ATM adjustments a week where I go, this person pulled out $20 and it only gave them 10. Boom. Like, that's 10 minutes of work. I would like to get more into fraud, like, because I like, f- frankly, fraud's a puzzle. And that's kind of fun is uh-huh. like, A, figuring out, like, how did you get charged this? Where's this from? Or did you get charged this? Did you agree to this? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, another Microsoft transaction for nineteen for $9.99 came up as fraud for you. That's really interesting. I see that you bought $32.99. I see you keep buying this every every like six months. You say it's fraud. Fascinating. How does your Xbox account get hacked? Because they don't really get hacked like that. Can right. You, can you, What's your gamer tag? Show yeah. me your fucking gamer tag, dog. <laughs> oh, you play a lot of FIFA, my team, don't you, dude? How much is a booster pack in that game? Oh, oh is it nine ninety nine? I I I do think that like it feels it feels gross to say this, but like I do think that there is a future working in anti fraud uh, because yeah. I think that like the grift economy is going to continue to grow. And I think that like being, being the white hat on the side of like, let's figure out how to stop this and how to like put up a shield for people is going to be like a growing field into the future. Did I genuinely see- love that shit like that. Cause like, that's my job. Like that's my, that's a big chunk of my job is somebody calling going like, Hey, I just got a call from you guys saying that my, my card was used for $900 at Macy's. And I was like, no, we did not. We did not tell you that. That is not true. That was a liar <laughs> on the phone with you. And like, there's that shit. In November, there was a fraud for Kickstarter. And so people would go and they'd, they'd back a project on Kickstarter, which is a $0 charge to your card to make sure it's uh-huh. active and working. And once that would go through, then they would go and spend $80 somewhere. Like, And like, they did that for a million different cards. It was crazy. And like... It's one of those things where, like, I can see fraud happening and I know how it happens. But because now I've been able to talk to so many people, I'm like, I don't know. Hey, and also, listener, this is for you. If you're ever on the phone with somebody who says there is fraud on your card, say, okay, I'm going to hang up and call you right back. If they've called you and said, like, there's fraud. And then they'll, if they get mad at you for wanting to hang up, that's not your fucking bank. 
Yeah. That's fraudsters. Because if you talk to your bank, they will always say, okay, I'll talk to you again in 30 seconds. You'll hang up. You'll call back. You'll talk to that same motherfucker. And they will be okay because you showed a restraint. You showed a – you kept your head on a fucking swivel, okay? Yeah. And, and further, frankly, you if know you what? get a fucking Visa wallet – if you get a Visa wallet text, don't fucking answer them. Don't give that number out to anybody. Yeah, I, I was just going to say that. And frankly, Riley gets paid by the hour. So the minute it takes you to hang up, call them back, that's an extra, you know, couple cents. Exactly. That's money on my fucking plate. Did you see the, uh, the, the cut uh, their financial advice columnist wrote today? Just like, what a weird thing. I fell for a $50,000 scam. I've seen that shit happen, dude. It's insane. People will give anything over the phone. It's crazy. And like, I read through the article and it was just, I, I, every time I read one of these articles, I'm just like, where, as a reasonable person, where would I fall for this? Mm -hmm. And as I'm reading, I'm just like, there are seven different red flags that they just barreled through as like the the head of financial advice for a major publication. The red flags are clear in post, but what happens is they get you on an off day. Then they like tell you something scary and you then you, you, you lose that common sense. Uh You get called on Christmas day and it says, hi, I'm, I'm your bank. And sometimes they know the name of your fucking bank because you can look up a bin number. You could, there there are, there are websites where you can just go like, all right, what is four zero 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 four seven three? And you're like, okay, that is, that is this credit, this, this credit union. That's not a real bin number. I just threw something out there. Um, and like, they're like, okay, look that up. Boom. They're like, hi, we're, we're, we're fucking, we're fucking big leagues, national credit union. And, and you have a $900 charge on your card and you'll say, on my credit card? And you'll go, yeah, your credit card. And then you're already worried because they said the name of the place you're from and they've said a $900 charge. Mm-hmm. And at, at that point, then they've also gained that little bit of information. And it's crazy because like they'll they'll get that from you. And then while they're on the phone with you, they'll send that m- number to another person who will then call us. And like because I've had I've been on the phone with people who've Good been like, Lord, hello, my name. You know, I'm this person. Uh can you tell me how much is in my account? I'm like, oh yeah, can I uh, give you, can I get some verification questions from you? I'm like, oh yeah, what's your email? They're like, oh, I have to remember it one second. And like, that's them then talking to someone else going, get their email. Hey, what's your email? Yeah. And then they cast it along to us. And it's like, no, I've talked to this person before. You don't sound like this. And like, what we do then is put you on, either put you on hold or keep asking them questions to figure out how much they fucking know. And then Uh get in contact with the member. It's, you're doing Fraud the like is insane. You're doing like the cop movie, uh, like triangulating the position. Yes, shit. it's really that. It's really that. It's and like, like keep him on the line for an extra thirty seconds. We're narrowing it down. It's 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 a lot of that. I talk to like the the fraud, like the the direct like fraud and compliance team all the time. And it's just a lot of like how do these people? How does this keep fucking happening? And it's because uh-huh. like fraudsters do what they do for a living, so they're good at it. And they're just going to keep getting better at it. I was spoofing phone calls and phone numbers when I was in middle school because I thought uh-huh. it would be funny for two different pizza places to call each other. Like they can they can do that easy. Yeah. And <gasps> I, I feel like it only gets easier as you get like, frankly, as as, um, you know, card information departments get Mm -hmm. phased out by things like credit unions to the card, like to third party Uh 
service providers who are just like, yeah, I've got a spreadsheet open for me that manages mm-hmm. the credit cards of 18 different banks. Mm-hmm. I don't have any of this information really in front of me. So mm-hmm. I'm going off a script, you know, maybe even outsourced somewhere else where it's just like, as we call people, their assumption is, oh, what a shitty rink-a-dink operation they have set up. Not, yep. oh, my local credit union's calling. And so when the, when the rink-a-dink scamming operation calls they're just like this is what credit card companies sound like i guess yep yep dude there there was a member who only got saved from getting like a massive amount of fraud on their card because they said can i speak to riley and that person said they're not there right now and then that guy hung up and called my extension directly hell yeah (laughs) like hell yeah i'm like i'm like and they're taking that shit. Oh, I'm mad about it. Andrew. And you're just like, please, can I get that in writing? Please email that to my boss. He did. Mandy get once said, like, bonus. you should just print out every time somebody says thank you to you or compliments you in a big way. And I have been doing that. And so I do have a little binder of people saying Riley is amazing. Riley is great. Like <laughs> for my <laughs> coming review. Now, is that is that a uh, is that a like a real like will, will you hand that to your boss and say like hello it's time for a raise or is that just like your boss being like if you ever need a pick me up you've got a binder full of praise I'm not gonna use it for a raise because I'm a little bit too much of a coward but I should use it for a raise what I am you gonna should. use it for is like at this point what I want to use it for is like give me those phone calls back. Like, even if you just give them to me, I don't care. Uh-huh. I want those phone calls back because I want to help those people. <sighs> this was very, very, I feel better now. <laughs> I feel lifted. I'm, I'm sorry, Riley. This all, like, I'm glad you feel lifted. I'm glad that this isn't helpful. I'm I'm sorry that this all happens. It's okay. It's literally, today was the first day and tomorrow's a meeting about it. So I feel like now uh-huh. I have my, like, head in the right order to, like, bring it up free free balling at the meeting in front of three managers and be like hi i think this is a misplay yeah there's that and then i'm gonna i'm gonna say some words that are like this is not gonna be reassuring nobody wants to hear this Mm -hmm. if nothing else your bosses did just give you five free hours each day to look up other jobs and that is what I did on my lunch break. Like, and that's also like not to get into even the de- the demon that is looking for their jobs. Because like, uh-huh. what jo- you, you God, have to type sucks. in, I want this job. And you type office and then just see what comes up on it. Indeed. Like, I don't mm-hmm. fucking know, dog. Like, I want to work somewhere for money in exchange for not that much of my life. Yep, I do. I have seen on TikTok uh, someone that was like talking about, uh, um, right, I'm going to get a little blue for a second. Uh, you've heard the <laughs> phrase post-nut clarity, right? I have heard of post-nut clarity. Uh, as a as a similar thing, I've seen like a post-Indeed clarity, where uh, ah! after you're done uh, with a big like binge on Indeed, and you kind of sit back and you're just like, I hope that sanitation department job doesn't call me back. Yep. I don't, I don't want to work as an executive assistant to the CEO, actually. Yeah. I think that sounds bad. <laughs> It's just there are so few jobs where you get to feel like you matter and do something and mean anything. And all of those jobs pay like four dollars an hour. Mm -hmm. And like there's also the whole other axes of this, which is like a lot of this is like none of this is like a uniquely American thing, but it's like Mm -hmm. a made worse in America thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like specifically as we're talking about like fraud calls and scam calls, like 
Talking to our buddy Vita, that's a war that we specifically in America have lost. But like, <laughs> like Vita's like, you get fraud calls every day. Every time Vita, like, we say something that's like, oh yeah, a way of life is you run into this, you smash headfirst into this wall every day. She's like, you all run into a wall every day? Every and single I'm like, day? I'm, I'm going to KMS. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, it's, what? it's, there's a, a, like, uh, there's so much that like Vita's just like, why is there a wall there? And we're just like, you know, I frankly don't know. I, I don't know. We just have them. <laughs> it really puts it into just a vivid lucidity where I'm like, should I just, if, <laughs> if say my job gets liquidated tomorrow, do I run for office and just see what the fuck happens? I just like, I, what if I become the most aggro person in my local state legislator? I really feel like there is room for someone to run on the ticket of like, hi, isn't it fucked that you can't use your phone anymore? <laughs> like, there are so many little battles we have lost in our life that only we have lost. We have decided we don't get that anymore. And why don't we strive for better anymore? Why don't we strive for these things to improve and instead just settle for literal shitification? It's just like, you know what? There are a lot of big key issues that like people, there are big key issues that only politicians care about. And it's like, there are some things that like, um, the I will say, uh, like not to give too much credit to to our our man JB. I'm not going to get into him, but like the other day he did tweet a thing about like shrinkflation or whatever, and it was like, <laughs> buddy, you got a lot more going on with like you know you just signed more money for pal or for not for Palestine, uh, for Israel. You know, like mm -hmm. you just signed all of this shit over. Maybe you could talk about that instead of like. Doesn't it suck when you open your bag of chips, but there's less chips in it? But frankly, I think that you could run on, it does suck when you open your bag of chips and there's less chips in it. We should pass some regulations on that. Or <laughs> You run on that, and then you also run on the platform of like, doesn't it suck when the guy who has the power to change things doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> and then you just a running on like, hey... You know, in 2016, you started getting a lot more robocalls, and that was because we got rid of legislation, legislating out a lot of things the robocalls couldn't do before. Let's undo that. Let's mm -hmm. let you use your, your phone again. Like The only, in, the only call Michigan, I want you to get on your fucking phone is from your parents saying they love you instead of somebody calling your parents and saying, hi, I'm your son. I need bail money right now. Venmo it to here. <laughs> A call that my dad got and they didn't say which son they were. And he called me to say like, hey, that's not you, right? I was like, no. And he's like, okay. I didn't call Peter and Jack because legitimately I think you are the most likely to end up in jail. But also I think you'd be too smart to get caught. And I'm like, thanks, dad. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Hi-ho! Hi-ho! Hi-ho!